Welcome to the Westridge Young Adult Podcast. This is April Chandler. Yeah, I'm Brad Chandler. Thanks for listening today. Um, babe, we're going to do that segment that I always forget the name of. Yeah, what do you think it is? What's on your mind today? Yeah. Did I say it right? I think you did. That okay. was good. <laughs> I am so proud to call you my wife and co-podcaster. Thank you. So on my mind today is the spring break we are in it as we record this we're not in it but when you're listening to this we are in spring break right now it's like we're in the future <laughs> yes we went to the zoo already yeah we, we hope. saw <laughs> some animals we'll tell you our plans and hopefully this is what we actually did so we, we're going to take the kids to the zoo and that's i mean it's the zoo for me is hit or miss because you never know if the animals you want to see are going to be out and not only out, but active. So if they're just like laying there and they're just kind of like. But how often do you go to the zoo and every animal is. I don't think I've ever been anything. and everything was out. Well, I'm just saying, what about the opposite? There's always some animals that are out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm never saying the zoo is a bust. I'm just saying it's hit or miss on how good it is. Okay. Some, I always enjoy it, eh. except for when it. There's sometimes I'm I'm just we, like, eh. We did go once for one of my, like, when I used to have a job. <laughs> <laughs> for one work. of my work, like, events or whatever. And uh, you came with me and it was so uh, hot. It was. It was I awful. believe there was two turtles being intimate on that particular visit. Wow. Funny how you remember that after well, it was, over 10 years. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> that stands out. It's not like something that you see often. And they were very large Speak turtles. I'm just kidding. Man, we're going to get into some weird <laughs> topics, it sounds like. Um, but anyway, we're planning on going to the zoo. So hopefully that works out. We're going to go to some caverns per April, right? Per, per April. That's yep. right. That's... I want to go see all the caves and caverns in this area. There's one in Alabama we're going to try to hit up, see all the <laughs> stalactites and stalagmites. Yep. You, and don't ask me the difference we between the it two. In the caves. I know one's on top and one's on bottom. I don't yeah. know which is which. Uh, the ones that cling tight mm. to the ceiling, I think. Sure. And the ones at the at the floor might reach up to meet the ones that are clinging tight oh, to I the get ceiling. It. I think that's how it, how okay. it goes. Could okay. be the opposite, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Okay. I'll go with you. <laughs> Whatever you say. Anyway, I love doing stuff like that. I went caving once um, when I was like in college and it was so fun. It was slightly scary because yeah. this is the kind of cave that you like a guide takes you on. You wear a helmet, you go to some random place in the woods and you just find this hole in the ground and you all lower yourselves in and go on this. Sounds like the beginning of a adventure. scary movie. It was so cool. There was this one one part where you had to honestly shimmy on flat on your stomach across like through because it was so narrow and it mm -hmm. was there was a girl in our group crying like that's how terrifying it was. She made it through, but she was crying her way Props through. Props to her. And then there right after that there was this part where there's like water flowing um on the ground. But the walls are tight on each side of you, so you can kind of put your feet on either side of the wall and and just kind of walk. Is this making sense? Kind of well, like a, a monkey or a yeah. spider. Not a spider. 
a spider monkey. Ooh. <laughs> Hands on each wall, feet on each wall, like, mm-hmm. and then you're just making your way through. This was like one of the best things I've ever done. Wow. I'm serious. That is high praise. Yeah. I remember you going on that and I did not. And you, all of you were very dirty when you got done with it. Yeah. We have a picture. Yeah. We all had mud all over ourselves and stuff. Yeah. So I'm not sad I didn't go. But <laughs> <laughs> on this one, it won't be quite that intense. Baby, we're so precious when it comes to things like that. I am precious. <laughs> I I am a precious, precious Brad won't go princess. on an adventure because he'll get dirty. That's, That's right. That's what you just told That's why us. I don't like the beach. I don't like the sand everywhere. You like the beach a little bit. I wish the beach was paved. Sand. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I Ew. like the water and the waves and and I and I like the most of the wildlife that's there. I don't like the jellyfish. I don't like getting stung by a jellyfish. But man, most or the do. sharks. Not a big fan of the sharks. But in general, I like the I love the smell of the ocean. I love the sound of the ocean. I just don't like the sand gets everywhere. <laughs> Hate it. So anyway, um we're gonna see some caverns. That'll be fun. We're gonna go to the zoo, we hope. And again, hopefully we have done these things. We're going to go to the dentist. Yay for the dentist. We got to <laughs> keep do yard work. Keep the teeth clean. Yes. So that was the last thing I was going to bring up is the yard work and house projects because I'm excited about getting those things done. I don't know, babe. You might get dirty working on the yard. Have you considered this all I'm the way gonna through? I'm going to wear gloves and I'll make sure that I stay nice. You can wear gloves at the caves. Um. Well, this, these caves won't be that bad. No, they won't. So I'm not nervous. Yeah. It's all good. I'm okay if I get a little dirty, <laughs> but only a little. So we're going to do, we got to finish our back fence. There's some landscaping junk we've been working on that I didn't finish. I'm excited to get that done. And just some other little random things around the house. It's going to be kind of a chill spring break. Yeah. We're so, not going anywhere fancy. Nah. Not this time. No. Maybe. But we are planning some. In the fall. Some bigger trips later this year. Yeah. 2021. So all that said, what is on your mind today, babe? Well, I had a friend text me this morning about a job opportunity. Hmm. And so ever since that's happened, I'm like. Question. What do I do? What? Do they pay money? They do pay money. Take it. And we want Take to get, it. We want to get out of debt, but if 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 I do that, it's going to change our whole lives, all of our lives. It will have many many effects. Like you will be affected in many ways, babe. Yes. I know this. I yeah. understand this. So, it's just a lot of thinking through the pros and the cons cuz I'm not going to enjoy this job. Most likely. She's already made up her mind. <laughs> I, if I well, take this, I will of, hate it. It's not like dream job area at all. It would simply be for making money, getting rid of debt. Yes. And it would be for a limited time. I mean, I, I'm not going to tell them that. Well, unless they <laughs> listen to this I, podcast. I just broadcasted <laughs> it on this podcast. But I mean, I'm not going to go into it saying that because I don't think anyone... And I, I mean, maybe things will change and maybe I'll stay. I don't know. Maybe I'll love, love it. What if you love it? What if you're like, this is my life's calling? Doubtful because I've been in a job like this before. Anyway, 
it could be like a lifesaver as far as getting us out of debt much faster. And it's, we're really not that far right now, but, um, you know, it's cool. Hey, you guys are in school. Don't, don't rack up huge school loans. Okay. (laughs) Unless you know, for sure, your job's going to pay them off in a short amount of time, or unless you like, you know, paying, uh, loans for the next 20 years or so. I think we've talked about that before. It's always smart to think about how much money you're going to you're going to owe and calculate, you know, like estimate how many years it'll take you to pay that off just so you yeah. know exactly what you're getting into. The Bible speaks to this. No way. Into yeah. college? The borrower is slave to the lender. Yes. Is specifically what it says in Proverbs. I mean, the ideal thing would be that we'd have free education. <laughs> But that's not the world we're living in You're going to have to move to Canada, eh? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's what I've been thinking about this morning and just wrestling through. So pray for me. Brad's not putting the pressure on. I mean, he wasn't until this podcast started. Before now, he was like, "No, it's up to you. It is up to you. I'm kidding. (laughs) It was a joke, JK. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, JK. I'm feeling the pressure. There's no pressure here. There's only love and Well, the support. thing is, if I do that, I won't be able to dedicate much time to writing anymore. Yeah, that's the fine. The job that but doesn't pay. The bigger deal is you won't be able to go on a Friday morning date with me every week. Yeah. That's the bigger deal. And I deal. might have to write on Saturdays, which is our family day. So, yeah, which Brad doesn't want me to do. Anyway, you guys don't care about this, but that's what's on my mind today. Don't speak for the people. <laughs> they might care. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, we, we, I say we, (laughs) obviously I will be praying with you on that one because it affects me too. But, um, so you want to, you want to tell us about something else that's been on your mind? Cause it's what we're going to talk about today. Unless you want to segue differently than the way I just segued. (laughs) (laughs) We were supposed to. Well, I thought you were going to just go into it. No, you were going to ask me about my writing. Oh, okay. You're Scrap missing, that. You're missing hey, a... Future Brown, who's editing this, take all this out, okay? <laughs> and start recording. You better leave all this. Now. So, speaking of your writing and the fact that you were just thinking about how this new new potential job could affect your writing, mm-hmm. how has your writing been going, Babe, love? I'm so glad you asked. Well, you know. You know, nothing's really happening. Thoughtful. Nothing new. So oh, perfect. The end. No, I'm just kidding. It's going good. Um, I had a day where I was feeling really discouraged. I read a bunch of like feedback that I got for something, a certain part of my story, but I got it like back in August and I read a whole bunch of it at once because I'm making changes based on feedback I've gotten. And um, it was just a lot to process all at once. And not all of the feedback was like good feedback, I guess. I mean, not, it was all positive, but some of it I didn't agree with, and some of it they didn't get like what what was supposed to be happening in the story. So it wasn't all helpful. And anyway, it it all got me into like a weird mind space where not MySpace, mind space. Yeah, no one no one talks about MySpace anymore. I know. But anyway, it got me it got me into a weird place. I think I read too much of it at once, mm-hmm. and. Um, it was also back when I was still learning a lot, so mm-hmm. my writing sucked more. Anyway, I didn't mean to get in this weird space. I wasn't like, uh, like clearly thinking through, 
you know, well, I'm not even good at this. I should quit. I just had all these feelings creep in and like start choking me out, you know, like it was a very visual picture there (laughs) for you. Um, And I just felt bad about sitting down and starting to work. So I talked to a few friends about it and they were like, there was one specific thing that was suggested I change. And it was kind of a big thing that I'd have to change a couple of scenes, like a lot of writing around for and get rid of like part of the writing that I really liked. Anyway, I don't want to bore you guys, but um, one of my writing friends, <laughs> were you about to say too late? Too late. <laughs> You're such a jerk. <laughs> one of my writing friends who do like to listen to me talk about this, thank you, husband. Um, she was like, well, why don't you send it to me and I'll give you my opinion. And um I was like, okay, well, that's really nice. Yeah, sure, I'll send it to you. So I sent it to her, and she gave me really great feedback on it. And just talking through, like, also a couple of the other writers were like, well, why did it make you feel this way? What specifically was it about this? Because it wasn't like the people who gave me the feedback were doing anything wrong or, like, they were doing what they were supposed to do. Um, And so just getting to talk through it and then, get feedback from the one friend I sent it to that was really encouraging and kind of lifted me up again. It pulled me out of that slump, you know, it pulled the the fingers off of my neck and I was like, <laughs> you're really hanging on to that choked you out thing. <laughs> yeah. And I felt like, okay, yeah, this is fun. Like, this is fun again. I can do it. And um, I was very happy to be freed from those thoughts, but I was also I felt kind of conflicted because I don't like that I need people to say nice things about me or my work um, for me to, you know, be able to feel good about myself, if that makes sense. To have confidence and to feel validated, like kind of all those things. So I guess I just felt like I needed to hear that good input and how much the bad input could affect me. And like, I just didn't like that, that I needed all of that. Like, why Mm -hmm. couldn't I just... The good and the bad. Yeah. Why can't I take the good... (sighs) I'm having trouble explaining this. Other people's thoughts and feelings about your work, and in essence, you had either a crippling or completely empowering effect. So it was almost like it was completely dependent on others rather than you. Yeah. And that seemed to be the thing you didn't like, which makes sense yeah yeah i think that's it and that you needed it in some ways you needed the validation in some ways and that you needed the especially after negative feedback and critique you really needed the opposite to help offset that yeah like you almost couldn't move forward without it Uh uh-huh and i don't like that feeling right yeah And on the other side, which this is, I mean, I don't know that everyone can relate to this, but on the other side, sometimes when I get really good feedback, I take it like fully in the other direction where Mm -hmm. it's like, well, like initially when I get feedback, that's good. I will say to myself, well, they probably didn't really mean it the way I'm taking it. They probably were just being nice and they wanted to You mean to when say, it's good feedback, when it's positive? Yeah, when it's positive feedback, a lot of times I um, 
I just explain it away as mm-hmm. like it, it's meaningless. And so I don't receive it. And then sometimes when I do receive it, I like over receive it. If that makes sense. Yeah. I'll take good feedback and I'll like lift it up even higher. Like, man, I'm amazing at this. I should probably go ahead and take this book and submit it to agents and stuff. Cause I'm going to get someone right now. I'm so good at this. And it's, mm-hmm. it's obnoxious. I hate it. It's, it, it feels like people and their opinions of me mean too much. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that feeling. But I feel like there's something good in there and there's something that can be bad in there. And it's it's a struggle for me sometimes to know the difference. Yeah. You know that there is good in it. But you also know you shouldn't have so much invested in it that it completely controls you, right? Yeah. Isn't that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, I think I think we do need compliments and like for other people to lift us up. But if that's what we're relying on for our like feeling our worth mm-hmm. um, just in general, then I don't think that's good. Yeah. So and we I mean, this isn't like a unique to you problem. So it's this is part of why we wanted to talk about it is. I mean, I can relate to these feelings. I don't know that I feel them as much as April does or as recently because of just where she's at with writing. But like for me, teaching, if I teach at at church and, you know, I feel really good about the message, but then somebody comes and says something critical to me about how it went, then everything I thought that was really good is now in question, like, oh, well, maybe it wasn't as good as I thought it was. Or And then do you say, oh, maybe I, I have no idea what's good and what's not good because I got this feedback. I usually don't go that far That's with it. That's where I take it. I usually don't go that <laughs> I far I can't with even it. trust myself. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, I mean, it definitely humbles you, which is mm-hmm. good. Um, but it's also important to, so in that same instance, I could also have somebody come up and say something really nice or encouraging about the teaching in some way that, that God used it. And it's even trickier with some of the things that I could get complimented for because of my job being at church. Everything is for God. Like all of it is, and it's about what God is doing. So if I do something, I don't want to take credit for it because it's God who did it. But yet, God allowed me to be in the equation of it. So it so there's this weird balance of figuring out well how well the, you want to know you're doing a good job. Yeah, at like it. I want to do a good job for God, yeah. and I want to do a good job for people to learn more about who He is and what the Bible says and grow in their faith and all those things. But I don't want to take credit for any of it. But at the same time, I I want to feel you know the confidence of knowing that I'm doing a good job at it. So yeah. anyway, but it, all that to say, I can relate to what you're saying. So it's not like this is just April's deal. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it does feel, it doesn't feel good when you are so up and down based off of other people's thoughts about you yeah. or the way you perceive they think about you and we or had, say about you. We had this conversation the other day where... Mm-hmm. I asked you, do you think you can know you're good at somebody without getting good at something without getting feedback from somebody? 
Mm-hmm. Like, how do, can you really know for sure what what you are good at in general or in your mm-hmm. job if someone doesn't tell you you're good at it? Like, how do you really know that you're good at it? Yeah. And, and you're I, not just telling yourself you're good at it because you like it. Yeah. Just because you like it doesn't mean you're good at it. And because I know maybe a lot of people comes... who like to sing. It doesn't mean that they're good at it. <laughs> yeah, I guess just look at American Idol or whatever's on TV now. I don't watch that stuff. American but... Idol's still on. They brought it back. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, that just threw me out of the conversation. Did it? Yeah. Oh, sorry. American Idol did or I did? American Idol. Oh, oh. but I was going to say earlier, I've seen you when people give you compliments about mm-hmm. your teaching or whatever. I've seen you say... Ah, well, you just kind of like brush it off. Like you don't receive it Mm -hmm. because it's like, well, yeah, I hope, you know, God's, it's God's whatever, you know, all of what you were talking about. (laughs) And (laughs) I'm like, you really should receive it because they are, they're giving you a gift by complimenting you and they want you to receive it. It's, it's just a kind thing they've said. I agree. It's just trying to figure out what, what to take out of it. What? compliment to take out of it because like as you go home like what do you take with you from that yeah and that, and and you still always with everything not just with what i do with what you do too yeah. like making sure we're not taking <clears throat> the credit necessarily for it like it's not it still isn't all about us like our life is still about god so but in that there is it's okay to like be proud of work that you did. And it's okay to be proud of the effort that you put into something and it wound up paying off in some way. Mm-hmm. Like that's okay. It's that's it's not like that's bad or sinful or evil or anything like that. Unless that's the whole point. Like if that's the whole point of everything is to lift you up and to make you a big deal and to... You know, like you, like yeah. we in our own hearts aren't even acknowledging that God had anything to do with it. That's when it's an issue. Like that's when it's a problem. And because nothing like that's meant to distract us from God. It's meant to highlight God. It's meant to help us be even more thankful. So like for me, if I did a, if, if I got positive feedback from anything I did at church, I want to be able to receive the compliment and be thankful that it was helpful and the work that I put into it, like paid off and it was good. Mm-hmm. And for that to be affirmed, like I need to keep putting in work and keep doing those things and be able to say thank you, you know, like take some yeah. degree of, of credit for it. but Or just accept the compliment. Yeah. It's not necessarily saying I'm amazing. No, but. They're saying something nice to you. So you're just thanking. But even even in that, even in receiving that, still being able to turn that into fuel for thankfulness to God because. In yes. the end of the day, he's the one who enabled you to be able to do any of that. And, and in my case, usually what I'm even saying is what he said. It's not what I said. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's him anyway. So, But it's the same thing with your writing. I mean, you, your brain and the way you think and the stories you're thinking up and the way that it's communicated is all an act of grace that God has given you to be able to do that. Grace? And, yeah, you didn't deserve word? it. It's like you earned it. Yeah, God just I gave would say it to it's you. an act of worship because... Well, what you do is an act of worship. What I'm saying is what you have, that ability to do that, yeah. was a gift from God, which was gracious of okay, him. Okay, gotcha. That's that's all I meant. But yeah, our response to him 
Mm-hmm. And even what we're doing and the thing that we're doing is worship and can be worship and should be worship. But but it is a tricky balance to figure out like how much like how much do I take this to heart? How much do I allow this to, you know, affect me in mm-hmm. a in a positive or negative way? Because you do you, I mean, you got to hear critical thoughts as well. Not let it tear you all the way down to where you're but like you'll never questioning get everything. If yeah, if you, if you don't, don't hear, hear it, and you have to take it in, and you have to acknowledge it, you can't just be like, "Oh, well, they were just, they just didn't hear it right. They just didn't under they <laughs> yeah. didn't read that right, or they didn't." You could reason whatever. away that side of it too. Yeah, and that's not helpful either. I heard one one guy, uh, one pastor say, "If if you're and this is about credit again, mm-hmm. but I think it plays it in this conversation. If you're willing to take credit for the failure, oh, I know what you're about to say." Then, yes. then you're, you'll be willing to take credit for the success. Then you need to, yeah. And, the, and vice versa. And that's a double-edged sword. So yeah. it's, you don't, neither one should be extreme mm-hmm. in our, our heart or, or in our lives or in our, even in our thoughts. I mean, it should, they both have a place and we have to acknowledge our own, like what, what role we played in in the thing? Yeah, but it doesn't mean we take all of the all of the failure or all of the success from from it. I think one of the reasons it means so much to me when I get good feedback is because this what I'm doing is like is like a far fetched dream, mm-hmm. and each time I when I I know I've improved over time mm-hmm. and just to hear from somebody like that I'm doing a good job or mm-hmm. I'm specifically good at this or this it brings it a little bit closer to reality mm-hmm. and for me like that makes me so excited like I'm actually doing this I'm ac- I can actually maybe do this and mm-hmm. um whereas the opposite can push it like right back to far-fetched dream mm-hmm. that I will never attain Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think that's why it's, it means so much to me right now, as opposed to like a compliment about something different mm-hmm. in my life. If you don't, if you don't know, if you think you're really far from something, like you've never been told you're, you're really smart or you're really good at something specifically, like you're, you're a great communicator or whatever. And somebody tells you that and you're like i had a feeling i kind of was but no one's ever said it and mm-hmm. and now you're telling me that and i just feel so good because i feel really validated and maybe this is just me but <laughs> <laughs> now i i don't know i don't think that's bad i think probably what could be bad would be just getting all of your self-worth from from those um you know compliments and always needing more and more um, to, yeah. to function, I guess. And I think we get to that place when when we make it about us. Like when it is about us. Yeah. Like, like can I ask you a question? Yes. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> Let me think about it. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Yes. Ask me the question. So it, when you get a good compliment about your writing, mm-hmm. are you excited? I know you're excited when you hear good stuff. But what is what is exciting about it? Is it the fact that they validated that you are a good writer? Or is it that they were able to get the world or the character the way you meant it 
and it was it was entertaining to them. Like it That's, was good to it's them. It's the second one because I'm like, okay, everything I've been working so hard at is like coming through. Yeah, like, it's, it's working. Really, yeah, and I yeah. can. Yeah, I have. Good. I, I can actually make. I think that's the healthier. I mean, that's the healthier thing. Not that the other thing is necessarily but it, it's wrong. Kind of tied together too. Well, yeah, but yeah, but it's it's like which comes first. I think so. Yeah. If if it's all about you being a good writer, and because you're a good writer, these things you you can write these things well, and people can understand them. Or is it people understand these characters and these worlds that you've built? Therefore, you are a good writer. Like that's why you're a good writer is because of, you know what I mean. It's just the way you're thinking of it is, or you yeah. can think of it differently. But one is a little bit more focused on you, and the other one's more focused on what it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason I'm making a distinction. But um, the so I think a lot. And the other reason I asked the question is it's t- it's tied to what why we put so much stock into what other people think of us mm-hmm. because if. People, I'll just say for me, like if someone said, man, that was, you did a really good job teaching, you know, the that whatever, that night yeah, uh, at that service, then I, the, I think the unhealthy thing for me is to take that and be like, okay, they think I'm a good communicator. Yay. Like to make it about if I'm a good communicator or not. Mm. But Instead, to take that feedback and be like, awesome. Like, I accomplished what I came here for. Yeah, the goal was accomplished. They got the the thing I was hoping for, that they were challenged and encouraged by this particular whatever that God yeah. says in the Bible. Yeah. it's It was clearly communicated or at least communicated in a way that really challenged and encouraged them. Yeah. That's that's the big takeaway. Not that I am a good communicator. Like, uh-huh. that isn't the point and shouldn't be the point. So... But that it, to take it like in an unhealthy way is to focus on me, and then it's it's kind of starts to become about fear of what they think of me, and not what the thing is that I'm doing. Uh-huh. So if it's let's say if it was negative feedback, man, I got a little lost. Like I didn't really understand what you were saying, or like you repeated yourself a bunch of times, or. You know, they have like a lot of questions. And then if they have a lot of questions, it's obvious they didn't really get what I was saying. If they didn't get what I was saying, it's obviously they didn't do a good job. And if I did a good job, they don't think I'm a good communicator. If I'm not a communicator, then what am I doing? You know, it's like, (laughs) what is the point of any of this? But it's really me fearful that they think I'm not good at this. And does everyone think I'm not good at this now? Like, does, am I a fraud? Like, is this... All, you know what I mean? Like it can spiral into this bigger thing and you can start to assume other people are thinking negative things about you and it starts to kind of revolve around fear of others' perception of you. And that is not only all about you and you become the focus, mm-hmm. but it's also nothing that you could – you you can't know what everybody thinks and perceives of you. That conversation doesn't mean that's what they think of you. In general, as a communicator or as in general, as a person. Yeah. And none of that should be anything that you build your life on or even your confidence on for doing that thing Mm -hmm. because it can change constantly. Mm -hmm. Like with writing, with teaching, with any of any anything we do, you can have an off day or an off night or an off page that you wrote or an off, you know, whatever. And so if you only base it off of 
what people think of you in those moments, you're going to think the wrong thing. Like you're going to get your confidence from the wrong place and you might even quit. You might not even do it anymore because of that one thing. Yeah. Because you blew it up way too big and you made it way bigger of a deal because you've based your confidence and your ability on that one bit of feedback or or just what you think people perceive you to be. Mm-hmm. Instead of, well, what what does God say about me in general as a person? Also, what has he called me to in life? Like, what are the things that he's made me passionate about and that I know that there's something to this that I'm meant to do with my life mm-hmm. and that I've pursued and that I've seen, you know, I, I have clear evidence that this is something that I'm supposed to be doing and basing it off of what God says and the fact that he doesn't change. So what he says about you and what he says about me doesn't change. It's not It's not going to be different and your worth, not only as a person, but your ability to do something is, is really predicated on him. It's not predicated on other people and their thoughts of you. Yeah. So we don't have to be fearful of it is my whole point. But yet we, we can get wrapped up in that fear really yeah. easy. Sorry, my chair just made a really awkward noise. Which is what I say anytime I break wind <laughs> as well. Um, I was going to say also, um, yeah, Bad feedback can be super helpful and make us better at whatever it is we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, And if we can see it that way, kind of like take the feelings out of it, take our kind of remove it from ourselves and our identity and who we are and our worth. Yeah. We can pull out like nuggets of things that we can, you know, use and turn into getting better at whatever it is. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've said two words in this podcast that I really like. You've used the word shimmy and you've used the word nuggets. <laughs> and I just think both those words are fun and I like them. And well, I can tell you're a writer. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I was also going to mention um, how important community is and um, just getting feedback from people who you trust, people who know you, people you love and love you back, um, who will tell you the truth. And even if they are not knowledgeable enough to speak into what, you know, you're doing as a communicator or whatever you are, mm-hmm. um, they can, you know, at least help you know that your value is like off the charts and you're an amazing person. And I think that is super important um, for those days when some of us do like get really down on ourselves and you just mm-hmm. kind of need someone to just help to be like God's hands and his words to you and just help pick you up and like set you off on your way again. Be the wind beneath your wings. <laughs> That's an old song. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that none of you probably... No. That is a lie. Also, it's great to have a community of people or at least one person who you know is good at the thing you're trying to be good at. And you can um, ask them for feedback because their feedback actually matters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas someone who doesn't know anything about the their thing you're doing. actually matters. Other people's <laughs> don't matter. I mean, <laughs> it can help, you know, especially for what you do. It can just give you more specific, like specifics than what some body generally can tell you yeah but it's still helpful like you have given me good feedback about stuff that i've done before at church 
I mean, in general, not not just teaching, like other things too. And it's helpful. You don't always know the words to say, like that I would say. It's not the same words I would say to describe it, but it still helps me figure out what it is that you're, that I could get better at. Yeah. As well as I know what you mean. So it doesn't, you don't have to be doing what I do to be able to still give me feedback. But it is helpful when you hear from somebody who does what you do because they can tell you the specific things. Yes. Yeah. So like writers that write can tell you specific things. Writers whereas that write. Instead of the writers that don't podcast. write, <laughs> it's the writers that write. Whereas if I read something and gave you feedback, I'm not going to use the same words they're going to use. Like I'm not going to be able to communicate it as clearly to you as they are as far as the feedback. Yeah. I'm going to be like, that didn't make sense. The end. And, there, and the writer could tell you why. Or yeah. here's something that could help it make sense. Whereas I'm going to be like, I don't get it. Yeah. And that's discouraging. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, it can but be. but um, it helps to know that it didn't make sense. Like, that's what I mean. To a layman. Yeah. <laughs> what? Would you call me? <laughs> call me a layman? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? I do like but to lay, though. Kind of where I was going with that was more like, um, not everybody is going to love what you do all the time. And um, yeah. not everybody really knows. And some people will never like what you do. By the way, yeah. So you can't always trust feedback. Um, it depends on where it comes from. So it's it's really helpful to have somebody who's good at whatever you're trying to do to give you, yeah, honest feedback. And people that you know, to your point, and that you know, like if you have a friendship with them, mm-hmm. it's even better because you know where it's coming from. It's coming from a place of love and respect, and you just take it different. Like yeah. a random stranger. And this is why, friends, you don't read the comments. Okay? So if you're out there on the internet posting YouTube videos or blogs and there's negative comments, don't read the comments. <laughs> don't read them. Not helpful. And that is advice from people who have a lot more of that kind of thing than I do. But Yeah, um, for writers, they're like, don't read your reviews on Amazon yeah. or Goodreads or whatever because you'll spiral. Yeah. Some people can do that. Some people are like, they can take it with a grain of salt and be like, yeah, I liked it, but they didn't. Okay. And we're, for as a people, we're much quicker to give criticism than give praise. Mm-hmm. So just look at Yelp. Just remember reviews. <laughs> <laughs> and don't let it get you too down. Oh, one more thing. I don't think we mentioned this, but we both, did we mention this? That we, I don't know yet. We save, um, like affirming things people have said we about not, us. We did not say this. <laughs> so I had this idea to start saving things people have said about my writing because I'm like, well, what am I good at? And it would help to know if if I had all the feedback and I kind of saw like a similar thing in each one, I can be like, okay, this book has great world building. You know, when I'm trying to sell myself to, you know, an agent or whatever, like it's, it's really helpful information. Um, and then on days when I'm like, faltering and not sure if I'm even good at this even should continue you know just all the negative things are crowding out my brain mm-hmm. I can pull this folder up and read the positive things that I've heard and it can help mm-hmm. you know clear the clear the fog and bring the truth back if that makes sense mm-hmm. also I love I love that for God's word there's so many truths in there about us and who we are and how he feels about us and our worth and just having all of those verses at hand whenever you start feeling down or just that there's like, why am I, why am I even here? What, what's the point of all of this? You can 
pull yourself out of that with some truth from God. Yeah. And the fact that your love and acceptance and identity doesn't come from what you do. Mm -hmm. It isn't what you do. Because if it was that, then Jesus wouldn't have needed to come and we wouldn't have needed God to rescue us because we would have been able to rescue ourselves. We can't. Like, we need him. He he needs, well, not he needs, we need him to rescue us. And so, I mean, that that's just connected to this conversation. But yeah. as far as we still have things we can do and there's still, you know, fun things and hobbies and and things that we do for a living and all those things that can still bring joy and still bring a sense of pride and and self-worth in a way. It's not meant to be the end-all be-all of anything, and it's not meant to be the point mm-hmm. of anything. But some of us don't even dare to, like, try something or, mm-hmm. you know, do something out of the box because we don't believe we're capable or we're good at it. And um, I don't know. I think it's good to – first of all, it's good to give people feedback. When you notice something about them that you admire and you respect and just – see it as you know their own little special superpower like tell them this and you know even better text them or write them it so they can go back and look at it mm-hmm. um, and know exactly what you said and not be able to just like ration rationalize it away as mm-hmm. as like not anything that means anything but um you know if we change what we believe about ourselves if we believe the truth it can it can help us to do more and be set free. The truth will set you free and step into the plan God has for you and the life that he has for you. And, um, yeah, he might so much more with you when you know that you're valuable because you are like all of us are, there's no reason we'd be here if we weren't. Sorry. I didn't mean to make a noise (laughs) with my mouth. (laughs) So you totally ruined the moment. I didn't mean to, but (laughs) I mean, there's, I'm sure there's, people who are being called to do something by God, but don't have the confidence to go follow through and do it. Like Moses. Well, Moses is mm-hmm. a good example of that. Um, I I mean, Paul, to a certain degree, had a little bit of that. He didn't really have that full on 100% boldness. At first. Until after Jesus was resurrected. Um, he was always fiery and, and you know, ready. Wait, Paul? Did I say Paul? Yeah, you mean Peter? I mean, I meant Peter, sorry. Peter, Paul, you know. I was like, Paul wanted to kill all those people. Yeah, not not him. (laughs) Talking about Peter. He was always a fiery kind of guy, but he also denied Jesus when he was going to uh, When Jesus was being led to the cross. Yeah, when he was imprisoned and about to go to the cross. So he had some fear there as well, apparently, and... It wasn't until after the the resurrection and Jesus kind of reaffirmed him and reinstated him that you really see Peter just going after it and mm-hmm. not getting his confidence from anything other than his his relationship with Jesus. So yeah, he's not a person living out of fear anymore. No, he's like so. doing the thing. And so cool. there's, I mean, you because of Jesus, you can do the thing he's calling you to, whatever the thing is, and you don't need confidence from other people. You don't need confidence from how many followers you have. You don't need confidence from whoever. Uh, if God's calling you to it, he will enable you to do it. And 
It doesn't mean you won't get better at it. It doesn't mean you don't have things to learn. It doesn't mean any of that stuff. But let's let's use another Peter example. If you're going to walk on water, you got to step out the boat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, um, there's one other thing I was going to say. What was it? Oh, it well, <laughs> this is a lighthearted little side comment about what you uh, we're talking about as far as giving people positive feedback. Mm-hmm. Also, don't be lying to folks. Don't tell yes. them they're good at stuff if it wasn't good. Like, yes. just to be nice. Because if you're nice. Preach that. But yet it isn't true. <laughs> it's not really nice. You know what I mean? It's just flattery. And again, reference American Idol. Like the people that try out and they believe they're awesome singers because mom and dad told them they're yeah. awesome singers their whole life mm-hmm. just because they're nice and they love their kid and they want to encourage them. Like it, it also is helpful to be honest, but be honest about like, be truthful about everything too. Let's say, you know, you know, someone who tries something for the first time and it's just awful. Like it's not good at all. Don't tell them it was good, but you could tell them that you're really, you're really proud of the fact that they even tried. Like you were inspired by the courage that they had to do it. I mean, that's the thing that's truthful mm-hmm. and it's not, don't, don't do it in some kind of, you know, just trying to throw them a bone kind of thing. Like don't be uh there's a word I can't think of. Um, crass? No, not crass. Uh, like if you're just doing it just to like help somebody out, but it's like not pity. very heartfelt. It's like a pity. Yeah, there's a word compliment. and I can't think of what it is. But anyway, yeah, it's just be truthful with people. Be honest with each other. But at the same time, like, okay, so let's say you don't, you don't say, I don't know. It, it, like if I told April, hey, babe, that wasn't great writing that I just read. But I love the idea. Like, I love the idea of where you're going with it. You know what I mean? Like, I can yeah. compliment something. The execution needs work, but right. the idea is really strong. Yeah. And if if April knows, like, I'm going to be a writer. Like, I'm supposed to do this. This is what I'm supposed to do. Whatever I say to her is not going to keep her from doing it. It's hopefully only going to fuel her and help her pursue yeah, it. Yeah, you just want to so, help. Yeah. Constructively. So don't. Like, whenever we're giving feedback, we can't worry too much about what we say as far as if it's going to keep them from doing it or not doing it. That's that's, that's between them, them and God. Yeah. yeah like, they got to keep following God and whatever it is they're supposed to be doing. We just need to make sure we're trying to build each other up and not tear each mm-hmm. other down and be honest with each other. So that's that's sometimes my fear when I do get a compliment. I'm like, are they just trying to make me feel good? Or yeah. is this true? If you never hear anything true. critical... From mm-hmm. someone, then it's hard to like believe everything they say because you're like, there's got to be something negative that you're just never saying. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, some of my favorite people are people who tell it like it is. You feel like you can just be around them because mm-hmm. they're not gonna like think more of you or less of you. They're just gonna be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah. And on that, we're gonna be honest with you and say we gotta go. We gotta peace out of here. It's <laughs> spring break, y'all. Spring break. I don't know if it's spring break for colleges, though. No, it spring break for... for all the public schools in the Georgia, Atlanta metro area in Georgia. So we're going to get up out of here. We love you guys. Hope you have a great rest of your day, weekend, week, whenever you're listening to this. So we will talk to you next time on the podcast. Bye, guys. 
For more information about Westridge Church and our young adult ministry, please go to westridge.com slash YA.